Hey, what's up? This is your girl, Taylor Wilde. Welcome back to Wild On Season 4, the podcast where you get the insider's view of the weird, wonderful, wild world of wrestling. On Wednesdays, Wild On is switching things up today. Our featured guest is female. However, she is not a professional wrestler. She is the professional wrestling queen bee fan. Oh my god, guys, I do not want to be dramatic, but today is the best day of my life. It happened. Okay, let's talk about this. Being a professional wrestling fan in the public eye, whether you are an Instagrammer or a TikToker, has primarily been holding space by men. And today's guest actually holds a weekly live on TikTok at Luna Havoc, so don't sleep on it. I want to know, what's your favorite McFoley memory? Maybe the first match you watched by him. Uh, maybe a time that you met him. I just want to know. Just She is a fan of all things VHS, horror, and wrestling. That is horror, not to be confused with horror, like the Lady of the Night. It's my pronunciation. I, I, I'm really working on it. Do not, do not miss her spicy OnlyFans account, which will be linked in the bottom of the description of today's episode. Ladies and gentlemen, my girl, Chrissy, aka Luna Havoc. How tall are you? How tall am I? I'm 5'7". Oh, five you're, seven so you're tall. Okay, so I'm you- I'm tall, yeah. <laughs> you're loud and tall, because I'm little yeah, and I'm tall. Yeah, I'm just, I'm there. How tall are you? <laughs> I'm only like, uh, I'm like 5'3", like most. You're 5'3". Like 5'... Five, <laughs> I'm probably... Well, I think I am 5'3", because like, I'm like tallest in my family of like the ladies. So. Are you? I know. There was no oh hope. Oh my God. My mom's like 5'2 and a bit. My dad's 5'9". My sister's littler than my mom. My my grandma on my dad's side, my bopcha, she was like 4'10". Like there was no hope in hell. Like I am oh tall. <laughs> Yeah, like you're you're the giant in the family. So tall. Yeah, like my my grandma on my mom's side is like four ten. My mom's five two. Oh wow! So I don't know. Like my dad is like six foot. My brother's six six. Like I don't know what happened. We just like <sighs> genetics are crazy. It's so weird how that happens. Yeah. They really are nuts. <laughs> so. Let's hey. we're we're switching things up today. This is, you know, usually wrestlers, male and female, but today I've got the female professional wrestling fan, Luna Havoc Chrissy. Hey. Yes, girl. <laughs> I'm so happy to be here. I'm so happy that you asked me to be here. Oh. Pleasure is all so mine excited. because you know, you 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 actually stopped me midway when we were talking, and you were like, you know, just just so you know, I'm not a wrestler, and I was like, girl, I know, but <laughs> <laughs> you know, being a wrestling fan and having a presence as a wrestling fan, whether you do a podcast mm-hmm. or a stream, that space has been primarily held by men because let let's be real, like you know, it's it, it's it was always kind of marketed. It is marketed. It's changing, but it's always been marketed towards right. men, so that makes sense. Where did wrestling fandom start for you? How old were you? What was it? Like, where where did it all begin? So I think I was about like seven or eight. So I wasn't allowed to watch TV. I grew up in Hamilton, Ontario. Yep. 
the hammer. We love the hammer. I I've love, got nothing but time oh for God. the hammer. And it's, yeah, and it's changing so much. I love it there. So my mom actually was a bodybuilder growing up. Um, oh. And we were always out hiking, doing stuff, because Hamilton has all the waterfalls and all that good stuff. We weren't allowed to have TV, but my brother's friend did, <laughs> as most people do did um and i would go over and watch his name was todd hey todd um Sup, todd? and he was a huge wrestling fan and he got me into it so ah. it's kind of been on and off since then and yeah interesting okay so there's so many things i have questions about so <laughs> <laughs> your mom was a bodybuilder which if i'm doing the math are we talking like late 80s early 90s so yeah Okay. Yeah, like early 90s, yeah. So that very much would have been in line with that China era and like exact, yeah. muscular women were crossing over to wrestling, but your mom had no time for wrestling or no time for TV or both? Yeah, she's not much of a TV watcher, you okay. know? So she just so it wasn't didn't really wrestling. like stuff like that. No, Got not it. at all. No, not at all. She was just more into the shows and the... That's fair. That's yeah. understandable. Like, uh, my parents were pretty relaxed, but I remember no Simpsons, no Jerry Springer, no Married with Children. And I was, you know, that's culture. Like, come on. That's I know. an educational experience. Oh, my God. I love Married with Children. I went back and watched all of those shows, like, <laughs> every season. That show is so good. But anyway. It is so good. And it's really oh held God. up, I think, because, you know, maybe it wasn't then, but, like, it's quite dark. Like, <laughs> it's very dark. And I think that goes with the changing of time, right? Like, that show yeah. could not be out now. You know what I mean? It's, with cancel it's culture and all that stuff. All it just the things. It wouldn't work. Yeah. <laughs> sexist, racist, uh, yeah. oh. ageist. Sexist. Blonde. Just all the things. Yeah. Blondest. Poor Kelly. But. <laughs> Fuck, do I oh love my, me some Kelly Bundy? Kelly Bundy is like my style icon. I love that woman. Me too. Me too. <laughs> She's like so everything. Good. Everything like... about her. <laughs> oh my God, I love her. Um, and I don't know about you, but like Christina Applegate is like this very like classy, polished actress. But and she's to me, brilliant, yeah, and genius. But <laughs> yeah. to me, she will always be Kelly Bundy. <laughs> always, she's always a little ditzy in my heart. You know, I love it. <laughs> Who was it? It was Jessica Simpson, but someone before her said it. It was probably Marilyn Monroe or some other blonde genius that played dumb. It takes a really smart... No, it was Dolly Parton. It takes a really smart woman to play dumb. Yeah. Oh, I love Dolly Parton, too. It's all those blonde, like, dizzy... Big boobs. I know. But then when you start to talk to them and break it down, you're like, oh, wait a minute. Yeah. It Like, don't judge a book by its cover type of thing, because, like, you're actually so smart underneath oh all that hair and makeup love it <laughs> there was like a six-week podcast I couldn't even tell you the podcast it was a long time ago dedicated to Dolly Parton being the most universally loved uh like performer woman musician oh, like media so character yeah yeah I, her quote this, about like her mom telling her that the there was like a like a, a town city war? trash. Yeah. yeah. She's like, that's what I want to be when I grow up. Trash. Like, quote of my life. Love it. <laughs> right. right. And just, she is the most universally loved person. Yeah. Just because she's she was her. Like, like, she doesn't have to do anything else but be herself. People love it. And I love that for her. She doesn't try to 
like be somebody else to make people love her. She doesn't have to do that. She just goes out. She's loud and little, and I love it. <laughs> love her so much. <laughs> and I loved. She. I haven't had the chance to go to Dolly World yet. I was when I was filming uh, for Impact consistently in Nashville. I kept trying to get out there, but it just it didn't work out. And uh, I just love that she's like, "Well, I can't ride any of my own rides because my lashes <laughs> and my wig." And <laughs> That's a spot on impression as well. I love it. Oh, thank you. Thank you. I practiced. <laughs> Brian just at home by yourself doing your dolly. I love it. She's adorable. She's so, so cute. Was there a match? Like, okay, so you started watching wrestling young, but was there a match in your like teenage years or your 20s? What would like, what is your favorite match? Or was there something that was like the cornerstone that was like, you know what? Fuck, I love wrestling. So. God, I have a few. Some of my matches that I go back to a lot is Judgment Day 2004, Eddie Guerrero, which is my favorite wrestler of all time. Okay. Versus JB, uh, JBL. Yep. That match, the chair shot from hell. I love that match. Um, there's a match, the dog collar match between Raven and mm-hmm. CM Punk, ROH. Yep. And Scott Hall versus HBK, the ladder match. The oh, match. I okay, mean, that's just iconic. And, you know, Scott Hall, HBK, there's like, I love those two. So, yeah. They're in my top five for sure. Okay. <laughs> and what about female wrestlers? Who are your favorites? Female wrestlers. So, I would have to go with China because she does yes. remind me of my mom as well. <laughs> uh, Lita. Yep. Um, I know this is going to be controversial and people hate me for this, but I do love Bring Sable. Bring it sable what? I, I don't i don't know like people she didn't love the business people say but i think she you know she's a performer just in a different way you know well i was gonna say she she made a niche for herself she wasn't for a sure. wrestler right but like during that era it was really interesting because women were under scrutiny but i'd say late 80s early 90s aside from china most of those women were found on the road at strip clubs so for people to for people to shit on her for not being business oriented or not being about wrestling it's like well this is she didn't grow up loving the sport she was a businesswoman who made this work like she was just you know on the pole and then she became fucking sable (laughs) so you know, that's, yeah. that's a hard one to to be yeah. uh, judgy on, I, I think, would say. Well, that, and that's the thing, right? She's an entertainer, and that's what we were looking for, right? Like, entertainment. She may not have been the best in the ring, but not yes. everybody had to be the best in the ring. There was a spot for everybody at that time. Yeah. So. Well, even now, like, I feel like we're in this really interesting place, especially uh, in women's wrestling, because we have moved so far oh, the yeah. other way from that. Like, we have such a deep, diverse pool of female talent, which is incredible. But at the end of the day, we still need characters and characters are ne- like generally the most popular characters are never the best wrestlers, female that, or male. Isn't that the truth? Like, like look at how big right now in AEW Danhausen is. But like he's had like two matches and he's lost in like squash matches. But I mean he's been previous places before AEW, but in AEW he's becoming such a loved character just from being Danhausen. So so it's so funny you say Danhausen because I bought a Danhausen t-shirt. <laughs> I had never even seen him wrestle 
on the indies. This yeah. was pre-AEW. But his imagery of being this like black metal guy mixed with uh he made all those like Bauhaus knockoff t-shirts. I and I'm a huge <laughs> Bauhaus fan. I was like, that I wish I was that fucking marketing savvy. And I was so a huge sorry. Dan Housen fan before I even saw him wrestle. So like to me, that like that is wrestling. Like it, you know, we look the at the rock. Like uh, yeah. Uh, uh, John Cena like no fucking shade go ahead shit on me about it but like these guys are not the best wrestlers no exactly but they make the most money they're the most beloved characters it's really funny you bring up Dan Housen because like <laughs> fuck am I I am such a huge fan of I his character I don't him. give a sh- the whole I don't give a shit what he does in the thing, ring like the ass boys like what and now that's just what people call them the ass boys they'll never get away from that so like and just his whole like I actually went down this deep Danhausen thing on YouTube um yeah how he created his character and he was actually like a really scary character and then he like yes he was terrifying but then he kind of just started playing with his makeup and his makeup now is actually like a knockoff of what's the name Pazuzu I think from the Exorcist yes which is so cool but he made it like kind of funny and I love that I just love him yeah I do too. Plug Dan Housen. (laughs) Actually, you know what? A long time ago, I was talking about getting him on the podcast and we were talking, but then he was just about to cross over. And then, you know what? I got to hit up Dan Housen and have him on here. (laughs) Friendly reminder from Luna. (laughs) More Dan Housen. (laughs) Luna's stamp of approval. Dan Housen. Excellent. More Dan Housen. (laughs) (laughs) So you do go weekly uh, live on TikTok for your own wrestling show. I do. How did that come about? I actually don't know, to be completely honest, like during, during the pandemic, because I do hair for a living Mm. and in Canada, we were locked down for a really long time. I got really bored (laughs) uh, as we all did. I'm in Toronto. I'm here. Oh, it was just brutal. And people in the hair and beauty industry, like I think that second time we were locked down for about eight months, something like that. And I just wanted to find something. And I'm not going to lie to you guys. I have no wrestling friends in this city. Everybody I know makes fun of me for liking wrestling. So I'm like, you know what? I'm going to start a TikTok. I didn't even have TikTok before. Um, And it just kind of took off. And I, like, like you said, there's not a lot of female wrestling, not fans, but people that really go out there and like, that I found that kind of yeehaw for it is much as, and I shouldn't say that, but the men are more prevalent than the women, unfortunately, even on social media, right? Like with the, like the TikToks and the whatever. So. Absolutely. um, No, it's, it's all men. I don't know any female fans that have a platform. Right. With, with a voice. Not really. Yeah. It's, there's a couple I've seen on TikTok, but there's not a lot of women that I have found, unfortunately, that go to on 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 TikTok or wherever that go to indie shows or maybe right. watch Impact as much or, you know, the smaller shows. It's a lot of the women that I do come across do watch a lot of WWE. Not saying they all yeah. do, but you know what I mean? So, um, yeah, I kind of just wanted to be a female voice for that. And kind of like, I love it. Yeah, I love impact, love impact so much. <laughs> Everybody knows. <laughs> Me too. That. I like. Uh, yeah, like, <laughs> I, 
I tell people, like, I joke, I'm like, I work harder for impact than anybody because I'm out there. I'm like, this is how you watch impact. This is what you're going to do. This is the shows that are coming up. I'm like, everybody watch impact. So I love it. I love it so, so much. For you, being mm-hmm. such like, you know, being so invested, having a voice on social media, what is it about impact that's different, that speaks to you, different than AEW and WWE? Because let's be real, that's the three bigs on sure. TV right now. So for me, impact, first of all, I do want to say the women, the women's division and impact is so solid. Yeah. Those women and like I feel like they just have a bigger platform. Not saying in WWE they don't they have Charlotte, they have whoever, but yes. I just feel like an impact it's just more put together. And I yep. feel like the women are brought to the forefront a little bit more than other promotions, uh, first mm-hmm. of all. And I like personally I like wrestling with a little more grit on it. I like a little more dirt on my wrestling, if you yep. will. Like um, and more I, indie. A little more indie. More yeah. indie. And I just feel sure. like it's more like a community, you know? I feel yeah. like Impact is more of a community while the other ones are just more they're huge. They're, they're... Yeah, exactly. Yeah. And I just, I love that in my wrestling. But also I just, I feel like um, the characters and everything or the wrestlers, sorry. Uh, in, in Impact, I just connect with them better. You know, when I started back at or TNA in like 2007, I guess mm-hmm. it would have been, that was when everything changed for the knockouts. That was when we were giving, given two matches a show and multiple pre-tapes and promos. And I think that's always been the thing that set TNA and Impact apart in line with what you're saying is it's not like women are like a accessory piece to the show as Absolutely. they are ingrained in the storylines just as much as the men and there's a lot of crossovers mm-hmm. with the men whereas with the bigger companies it's just like it's completely separate and that's you know um, yeah yeah i kind of feel yeah. that way too it's not a separate pr- promotion like the women and the men it does feel very no. joint and i like that a lot yeah for sure and it and it's not for lack of cohesiveness backstage because I do know that WWE and AEW, they're, you know, the guys and the girls, they all play together very well, just like oh, they do at yeah. Impact. But I think because with Impact, like it's not a secret, you're going to make the least money working for Impact, but you have more freedom. Mm-hmm. Creatively, you have more freedom to work elsewhere. AEW, WWE, you're going to be making the big bucks, but you have very little creative control. So I think there's this like inner like happiness family vibe that is backstage at impact and i think you get to see that and maybe that's what you connect with that might be it it's more indie yeah i just (laughs) like it i love it and speaking of indie i was actually at the show a couple weeks ago you and which one you and jody threat oh at greek town there i was there it was so good did you like it i loved it i loved it so much it was i've been there before um to greek town wrestling but i want to say like yep. this was the best one this is like the best live awesome. show i've ever been to like it was uh, it was so much oh fun. for sure i oh, had well, so much fun i'm committed to working as much as i possibly can in toronto right now so please 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 let me know if you're going to be at a show we'll, we'll do some stuff i'll hook you up we'll hang out i 
Yeah, yeah let's, let's, I was there. I was let's like, be I will literally, I will hand out tickets for free. Just let me, oh. <laughs> I'm like, I will do anything. I love, I love their show so much. I think the last one I was at was the RVD one, actually. Okay, so it was a little while ago. Fun. Yeah, it was a while ago. But. Yeah, they are running a good thing now, Greek Jeez. Town, and they're bringing in a lot of talent. Mm-hmm. And Ted Reeve is such like a a gem of the city. Like growing up, I, I've got really good friends that played hockey there, Ted, and yeah, it's in the yeah. East End. Yeah, I Ted love Reeve. It there, yeah. But Jesus fucking Christ, for a rink, I was bad yeah. stroke. <laughs> it was not cool in there. That's for sure. It was. <laughs> <laughs> Both eyelashes were gone. Jody set me up for her finish, and I was like, "I'm a, I'm, I'm gonna vom. You gonna vom?" And she's like, "Probably." <laughs> I saw your post, I'm so and glad. I'm just like thinking in the back of my head. I'm like, "But did you pee? Did you pee?" No, <laughs> no. Not this time. But let's touch. Let's touch on that. Okay. Yeah, so, I'd love to. <laughs> okay. So it's not like I had a moment and it's actually been a very long time for me uh, that I like. It's not like I would like just had to go pee and I let it go. I was like, fuck it. I'm 36. I've had a kid. Whatever. Doesn't matter anymore. You know, it doesn't actually even matter where you're in your career. I think uh, for me, it was earlier in my career that I experienced this. But every time you take a front bump, a really big bump, bump off the top ropes, uh, you just, you pee a little. You just and you just, just a little. Not enough that fans would know. But there's not a single female wrestler I have ever met. And I pretty much always bring it up because I'm sick in the head. <laughs> is... <laughs> Have you ever peed? And like, it's a resounding like, yeah. It's like, I mean, it's like when you laugh too hard with your friends, you pee a little. I'm sorry, you do. Like, it's just female anatomy. We should not. You sneeze pee. too hard. <laughs> like, what I always described it as, it's like your ovaries have been turned into a pinball machine right. against your bladder. <laughs> And just like, I'm sorry, not sorry. But I'm not ashamed of who I am. It's fine. No, (laughs) no, not at all. And like, pee is sterile. I know so many dudes being the disgusting beasts they are that we love and need. They like totally shit themselves in the ring. Like not on purpose, but like, it's not a little bit of pee. It's full on shit. That's the thing. Like, I'm not a huge uh, like deathmatch kind of gal. Like Nick yeah, Gage, I, I, lo- I love Nick Gage as a person. Like I love watching his okay. interviews and stuff because he seems like such a sweet baby angel. But like those yeah. people must shit themselves. Like there's uh, there's a lot going on there. I like again, like you, not a huge death wrestling fan. Right. There, it's obviously it's very niche, and I wouldn't say there's a lot of professional wrestling fans that love, do like yeah. that. That's like. That's a whole other, that's a separate genre. Like, it's so extreme. But I think, like, that's, like, one of those things, like, death wrestling is a trauma response. Yeah, a little bit. Like, you don't just get up. One day. You don't get up in the morning. And you know, today, today, I'm going to bump on barbed wire, get smashed with halogen, 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 halogen lights. Um just yeah there's definitely a lot of releases that probably happen yeah it's it's even when at the greek town show when Um, i think it was yeah decker put eddie kingston's head in the water barrel i was like yep not in real time i do not (laughs) want to see this i was like please stop you're hurting him i was like i'm too close for this don't i don't want to see nobody die so like yeah i I hear you 
like even when Jody and I went in the audience, I we she was her idea, and it's like you know we're in an arena, let's do a hockey yeah. fight, uh, <laughs> and we got a little spicy with the chairs, but not too much. But like I don't like doing it. Right. Like it's not as a fan. I want to see people in the ring. Like it's okay to come out a little yeah, bit. It's, like, it's quite so exciting fun. for yeah. people to get close. Yeah, but like I don't know, especially at a kids show. Like keep there that were shit little separate. there was children like six year olds there. Oh my god. I don't know. know. Uh, anyways, anywho. Okay, let's let's yeah. change gears. So you did say you <laughs> you don't have a lot of uh, friends who are wrestling right. fans, but let's talk about dating. Or are you in a relationship? No. Okay. Perfect. <laughs> My favorite. I am also not in a relationship, and I'm very single. Do you require your suitors to be wrestling fans? No. Um, okay. Okay. I mean, it's preferable, but um, <laughs> oh man, yeah. I don't know. I've never met a wrestling fan that was male that I got along with. Oh, uh, which is, is it competitive? Yeah, I, maybe it's that. Like, I don't know. I I like speaking, it. Speaking speaking to wrestling fans um, is hard sometimes. You know, I don't know how to describe that without being mean, but um, I feel <laughs> uh, I feel like if you don't like the same things as wrestling fans, they get very heated, you know? Yes. So I just, yeah. It, yeah. It, that's good. This is very like I love the way you PG your way through it because I was I was I'm just always ready to steamroll but like yes girl yeah we're, go, we're gonna go with that we're gonna go with that um, um, but you know what bless the wrestling fans if there was no fans there'd be oh, no absolutely. show and wrestling yeah. fans are never fair weather it is life well and then that's the thing so, I love the passion love the yes pizzazz but it's it gets a bit much sometimes and as a female wrestling fan as well um i get a lot of especially online on lives and stuff like that i get a lot of well you're a female so your opinion doesn't matter i get that a lot so you know wow is it 1902 yeah exactly it's like do i need to get my kitchen aid out and bake you a fucking cake like (laughs) what is this so i um you know i've been a little turned off by wrestling men you know you don't say (laughs) you know you know with that kind of rapport (laughs) but you know uh people online are a little more ballsy than in real life so it is it is Mm. what it is that's true, actually. That's a really yeah. good point. So then, are you a, a dating app sister? Because I'm on all the dating apps, and it's been like a real... Um, yeah. So <laughs> so I used to be on Tinder, and I had a Tinder okay. nightmare uh, story where... A, okay, stop there. Yeah, let's go. Let's go. Let's so, hear it. I went out on a date. So my, like, I vacation a lot. I love to, like, travel, blah, blah, blah. There was this guy that I met. His name was yep. Matt. Sorry, Matt. There's a lot of Matt's out there, so I could say that. Very cool guy on, you know, online and everything like that. He was a chef, and he was teaching kids how to cook in in, uh, Bolivia, which is, like, my place that I've always wanted to go. He brought me out. Long story short, he ended up snorting cocaine off of a table in public. First, he started crying that his 
all high on coke. He started crying that his ex-girlfriend cheated on him with his ex, with his like best friend at the time, and then invited him to the wedding. Then when he said he had to go to the bathroom, he brought the security over and told him to watch me so nobody else would talk to me. And then I got in a taxi and I left. So, no, I, I'm good Jesus. on that, I think. Yeah. 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 That's <laughs> fine. It's not very child-friendly, no, is it? No. It, yeah. I guess when in Bolivia? Yeah. yeah apparently, the table? Sh- I don't know. It's a chef thing. They do a lot of <laughs> Gordon Ramsay schneef. You know what? I have heard yeah. that. Like, chefs are, like, the equivalent of Motley yeah. Crue in the 80s. <laughs> they just work a lot of long hours i don't i don't really know what the deal is there but um nikki six did heroin out of a fire (laughs) hose so did every chef in toronto (laughs) that's what i've heard but yeah yeah dating apps are fun i love it i love a good dating app horror story because i feel like it's this bizarro world that so many of us are experiencing together but you feel like you're experiencing it alone and it's so mental that i'm like we all need to talk about this like we all need like group therapy yeah. <laughs> from dating apps oh my god <laughs> so thank you for your candid story oh. and i'm sorry <laughs> hi matt if you watch this hey there bud oh matt. matthew get it together oh. But you know when somebody tries when somebody tries to bring you to Kensington Market after eight p.m. on a date, you should probably know that it's time to go. <sighs> you know, I I'm so with you on these like timing things. Like if it's a first date, don't ask me out after eight o'clock. Yeah, don't. just don't do it. Grow, grow up. up. Grow up. I'm tired. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I got shit to do. Like if I am not back in bed. Roughly around nine-ish, ten-ish. Oh, like, God. like you want to meet up at eight? I'm it leaving at nine. It takes me three so. days to recover. Like, I can't. I just. <laughs> oh God! After actually Greek Town, I think I had like three glasses of white wine. I did not feel good after that. I was like, "Why did I do this to myself?" I just. I need some water. I can't <laughs> do it anymore. I can't. So I I don't drink anymore. That's why I'm drinking Partake. It's non-alcoholic Ooh. beer because I still love the taste of beer and it's 10 calories I can and they do pale ale an IPA blonde a stout and they've got all these other new flavors like rosé that I haven't tried yet but if you're ever looking just for like a refresher like I find like yeah it's hard to sit on a patio and not have a drink and I don't miss drinking because like you I just I can't tolerate feeling like shit anymore I'm so busy uh, yeah like I'm a single mom I'm a firefighter. I run this podcast. I'm trying to wrestle. I don't have time to feel like shit till one, two o'clock the next day. First of all, you just made me feel so lazy. You do what? (laughs) Excuse me. I got out of bed at 1030 this morning and I'm like, yeah, I did it. And you're like, well, I did. Jeez. That's awesome, though. Good for you, girl. Girl power. I love that. Thank you. Thank you. And then you know what? I'm so fucking happy. Like, oh my God. Like, my life has really turned around in the past year. Like, for our listeners, like, you know, I I hit pretty fucking close to rock bottom uh, around COVID, went through a really nasty divorce, uh, custody battle. And uh, yeah, I've just, uh, life's crazy. It's amazing because I always thought to myself, like, I've never. 
I always had like a glass of wine or two a night sort of thing. I only work eight days a month because I do 24-hour shifts as right. a firefighter. And uh, just cutting that out, it's a—it's it, crazy. Like you just, you get so used to the normality of doing it. And then when you don't have it, it's like, huh, I got so much more money in my well, pocket. Well, that's the thing. I got money. <laughs> my mind is clear. I love it. Yeah. Yeah. Let's, yeah. I yeah. drink probably, like I'll have a few glasses of white wine, maybe like three or four times a year. But other than that, yeah, oh. like it's not. Oh, girl, you're basically. You're basically I'm so pretty much there. <laughs> I'm doing pretty good for myself. So <laughs> good. And it shows. And you know, it's funny because I had a lot of friends post pandemic stop drinking as well. Just because like during the pandemic, everyone went a little fucking oh, nuts. Woo! Yeah. Because what else were well, we going to exactly. do? Exactly. But I can see it in people's skin in the like in their glow. And it's it's pretty incredible, oh, really. Yeah. And like fucking medical marijuana is legal now. <laughs> what are you wasting your time for? That's the thing, oh, right? Like, we're in Canada now. <laughs> Just smoke some green. Yeah, no, I actually. So a little wrestling story for you, actually, about sure. like getting sober and all that stuff. When I started watching WWE when I was a kid, um, and I stopped watching wrestling for a long time because I was an addict and I actually lived on the street for two years. In uh, Toronto, Toronto or in Hamilton? Yeah. So. Oh, wow. To like go to rehab and get better. I actually ended up moving to Whitehorse in the, in the Yukon. Oh, wow. What a crazy location change. Wild. And I loved it there. But what got me back wow. into wrestling when I was up there was TNA. I started watching TNA oh! and I was like, this is the best thing I've ever seen in my entire life. So I actually like joke that TNA in the mountains got me sober. So, <laughs> and it kind of did. I was like, Fuck yes. why would I need to get high if I could just watch this and go walk in the mountains? Like this is. So what you're saying I'm part of pretty your much. You're my sponsor <laughs> at this point. That's. <laughs> well. All jokes aside, first, congratulations. Thanks. That's fucking amazing, girl. And I know it's like an everyday Yeah, it's been battle. like almost 10 years now. So, yeah, it's been a long time. And wow. that's another thing that I use my TikTok platform is talking about mental health and addiction and all that stuff. So I think it's so important to talk about. Normalize For it. Sure. Normalize it's not, <laughs> it. It's not something to be ashamed about, right? Like no. it's like breaking your leg or your arm. You need to fix things that are not necessarily broken, but need a little help, right? So Yeah. Well, I can't believe we're, it's, you know, 2022 and we're still living in a world where, you know, you, you, you take a supplement if you're anemic to up your blood count. But if you have chronic depression and anxiety, if you need a supplement to help balance that out pick you up even it's long term short term people are still like oh, I, just, oh I don't God. tell people about why I'm, like, a, fucking why? Queen. <laughs> I'm okay I love it I'm not right <laughs> and you know what you well, feel great thing. you feel exactly. fucking amazing so it is what it is but yeah that's why I, I definitely am pushing forward and I don't know you probably know but in Toronto we have a hospital called Cam H so I volunteer oh, yes. there well pre-pandemic but oh, beautiful. yeah I do women's hair there as well so yeah <gasps> yeah oh I love that oh you know what well I would love to collaborate in some way shape or form 
pre-firefighting, I uh, volunteered at uh, Fred oh, Victor's Women's nice. Shelter for a few years. You know, a big part of my job is working with the vulnerable community, of course. And, you know, that's a lot of women, women of abuse, women of addiction, women of mental health. And, you know, the the the, the parallels or the overlaps between all those things are very, very close. And uh, I, I think... Everyone needs to know that the veil between us and like yourself having lived on the street previously is very thin, you know, lack of support, lack of support for mental health. You know, you go through a few bad situations and you have no one to lean back on. And, you know, I, I could see how easy it is. It's it's not a far, you know, it's not a fall far Absolutely. from grace. So. But getting back out of it is so fucking hard. So congratulations. I oh, mean it really from so the bottom much. of my heart. Congratulations. It is hard. And, you, and it, that's, that's kind of the problem with the whole stigma and everything. People are afraid to ask for help because they don't want to feel like a burden. Sure. Or um, they may feel embarrassed or whatever. But thankfully I had a support team uh, behind me. So I was very lucky. Oh, I'm- so that's what. Yeah, so happy thanks. to hear that. <laughs> Whether you enjoy watching podcasts on YouTube or listening audibly, the Wild On team has got you covered. Head on over to the Wild On YouTube channel, click subscribe, and you will never miss all the wild weekly content we bring you when we get wild on Wednesdays. Wild On is also available on every major podcast platform or anywhere you enjoy listening to podcasts. Let's do my top 10 tailor-made questions. They are usually for wrestlers, but I'm going to zhuzh it up Ooh, so this okay. works for you, okay? <clears throat> are you <Thanks>. ready? <laughs> Great. Name one beauty product you cannot live without. Kerastase Scalp. Ooh, love it. Okay, then what is your favorite exercise? Walking. Oh, I that's just a great one. Toronto's such I a walking like, city. I just put my music in and I can walk for like hours. So <laughs> I I'm that yeah. person as well. <laughs> what is your biggest pet peeve? Oh, I don't like when people say they're gonna do something and then they don't do it. And then they make excuses for themselves. Ooh, hate it. That. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> that. <laughs> Who is your celebrity crush? Um, Raven from ECW. Everybody knows me. Knows that. Oh, that's so funny. <laughs> like, obsessed. <laughs> that's your. That's, that's your boy. I like. It. You know. That's you know. <laughs> Who? <laughs> Who is your favorite band or artist? My favorite band is Ooh, Acid Bath or Corn. Oh God! You know what? I was looking through your Insta earlier, and I was like, Oh, she a Corn girl. John I love Davis her. with those bagpipes. <laughs> How about, okay, speaking of addiction and all that other shit, how about not knowing that, like, during the Corn Glory years, he was on meth the whole time? Honestly, he seemed so, like, together and, yeah. Totally. Just like yeah. an artist, like, you know, you wouldn't, you wouldn't Same question Trent it. Trent Reznor, but, yeah, like, his biggest albums. And, like, yes. you wouldn't know. But yes. Anyway, yeah. Well, Downward Spiral. Actually, yeah, he was, he was a little sad, <laughs> I would say. He was a little upset. <laughs> fuck nine inch nails oh. though like like corn to me is more like teenage yeah. angst but like 
musically speaking, like fucking Trent Reznor, like his, he's, he, I like, I even like listening to his scores. Yeah, like, I'm he's a nerd, he just his mind. Like I'd love to crawl in there, you know? Yeah. Yeah. Oh, totally. Very scary. Yeah, him, him and David Lynch actually just crawl in and get terrified. Oh. But yeah. Yeah. Um, yes. Concur. <laughs> Do you have a secret vice? This is an example. Drinking a glass of wine in the shower. <laughs> this doesn't have to be a secret. I don't, my vice is collecting VHS. And like looking. How many VHSs oh do you God, think you have? Like 300 <laughs> something like that i like going through people's garbage wow. like not actual garbage on the street but like you know like thrift stores and finding like shit yeah. vhs love it love it oh, I, I love it <laughs> fuck but do they take up space like that's a oh my God, that's a commitment everywhere i need a bigger house <laughs> <laughs> what wrestler has the best entrance music Ooh, i was just talking about this i don't know if it's just whatever the brood i love oh, that good one that little, yes like, giving like cradle of filth a little bit like i'm here for it yeah yes <laughs> <laughs> what is your drink of choice doesn't have to be alcoholic it's right here it is president's choice free, <laughs> free and clear golden peach the water Ooh, i oh, love it it's like, has nothing in it it's so good just, just oh, water just sparkly. beautiful <laughs> <laughs> so where can our listeners find you on social media what's your handle so i am most active on instagram and tiktok it's luna dot havoc perfect and we can watch your weekly streams on tiktok and you also have a spicy of account and that's on my instagram beautiful as well. okay you can follow me <laughs> and we will link all the details down in the description so Absolutely. they can find you last one finish this lyric <clears throat> something takes a part of me <laughs> something lost something never lost never seen <laughs> yeah! oh my god it's my corn sister oh my right there who's your favorite corn wait i have Thank one you. question for you who's oh. your favorite member from oh corn? please <laughs> okay so very <laughs> When I was younger, when I was younger, it was definitely head. Girl. Like 100%. Thought I was going to yes. marry him. <laughs> yep. Um, but then he found God and got really sober yeah. and skinny. And I was like, mm, not for me. Um, but I feel like David Silvera was like the secret babe that none of us paid attention to. Like he was like a beautiful, is, yeah. sorry, is, it's not like he's not with us anymore. He is a beautiful man. Um, so like as an adult, I'm going to say, I bet David De Silva is probably it. But yeah, oh fucking head hands down. Him. That hair, no question. those like, oh, the twists. Oh. The twists. You know what? He, I don't even know what he looks it like in the, the face. Hair. It was the hair. Like he was, he was like. It was for sure just the hair. Any man with long hair. That's probably why I like wrestling so much. Oh, yeah. I don't care what anybody said. Like, people are like, you're a girl. So, like, you only like res like wrestling to look at the wrestlers. Yeah, that's part of it. Have you seen them? Like. Obviously. Like, I know. Like, people don't want to be volleyball because they're <laughs> I great like athletes. Wrestling, it's like, but fuck, like, fuck off. Ha like, yeah. have you seen some of them? Like, it's just. My favorite pro wrestler was Jeff Hardy because he looked like he was yeah. in a new metal band. <laughs> I was like, I don't even care if he could wrestle. Like, fucking look at him. He's, He's crazy. Yeah, but he looks like, the yeah. exact same somehow. <laughs> oh. oh, I know. 
He's like so been pickled. Weird. Yeah. <laughs> oh, I love him. Yes, my wild ones. That's another wild, weird, wonderful episode of Wild On. And yes, we shook things up this week. I brought in the professional wrestling female fan, Luna Havoc, aka Chrissy. And I think that was a success. <laughs> uh, the, you know, there were so many commonalities, not just wrestling. She's from Toronto and she's a mental health advocate and a sobriety advocate and just an awesome all around human who also loves all things 90s. So it was a perfect match made in the North 416 Toronto heaven and like all things we were bonded as misfits through the weird world of professional wrestling but i could not would not be able to do this podcast without my badass punk rock girl band the wild on team my right hand woman editor and producer rochelle diris the woman who does all things internet marketing that i don't understand but i completely need Madison Golshani and our sweet baby angel, the queen princess, the girl who sings the wild on theme, our PA, our go-to gopher. I'll I'll come up with the name eventually. I'm just going to keep saying all the things. Sam Smith. I love you, ladies. But until next week, keep calm and wild on.